I am Daniel Fuller from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about now is the time of God's favor. In the book of Isaiah, but also in the book of Corinthians, this verse is repeated, now is the time of God's favor. And when I wrote my book, Seven Days with Jesus, as God was teaching me through this phase where he's teaching me about his favor, about his, his, how his favor is on us for a lifetime, his favor surrounds us like a shield. And his favor opens up opportunities. We see that Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, and favor. We can learn to walk in greater and greater levels of his favor, I believe. And favor opens these opportunities. It opens doors that we could not open on our own. Now, when I wrote my book, Seven Days with Jesus, I really felt like God instructed me that on July 19th, this is back in the year of 2014, that was the day he taught me about favor. I felt like he wanted me to record that date. And it seems like every year since then, he's reminded me, that's the day I began to, talk, to teach you about favor. His favor is on you for a lifetime. It surrounds you like a shield. And now is the time of his favor. So we're going to be asking God's help for today. Ask him for his help. To help us grow in wisdom and understanding and knowledge of this favor that he's given us. What that means for us. And we're going to ask for his help to help us walk in higher and greater levels of his favor. Ever, ever increasing levels from, from this point on in our life. But why are we taking communion every day? About 10 years ago, I had pretty much no spiritual life whatsoever. Was doing life on my own without God, doing things my own way. But life wasn't going the way that I wanted it to go. At the time, I was running my personal training business, and the business started out great, but I got into some tough times. Some months from my business, losing thousands of dollars in a month. I just had the weight and stress and pressure of the business on me. And I remember getting to the place of going for a walk with my wife, telling her over and over, there's got to be a better way to live. There's got to be more to life than this. And it wasn't for a lack of seeking or searching, because I've been traveling all over the country, studying with some of the best health and fitness experts in the world reading books, taking courses, going to seminars, and not just health and fitness, but other areas like purpose and business and leadership, finances, relationships. But I wasn't finding what I was looking for. And then one day I came across the challenge to start reading one chapter from the book of Proverbs every day. Proverbs has 31 chapters. So on day one of the month, you read Proverbs chapter one. Day two of the month, you read Proverbs chapter two. And then you keep going like that until the end of the month, and then you start back over again. Well, I've been doing this for a little while. And then one day, Proverbs 13, 22, just seemed to jump off the page of me. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse got me thinking about what's the most valuable thing that we could pass on to future generations? Well, the book of Proverbs tells us that wisdom, understanding, knowledge, those are the key things. So I made a commitment. I want to pass on manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But really, when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God, I began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. My relationship with him began to grow. He taught me this whole new way of living. We make him the source. We make him the center of it. We do life together with him, learning how to rest and trust in him and allowing him to do the work. But this meant learning to put off my old ways. I had to learn how to operate my life in a completely different way. Went through some struggles at times, and at times I found myself in some impossible-looking situations, only to see God come through over and over again as my trust in him just began to grow more and more. 
And over the course of about 10 years, I just documented what he was taking me through and the things that he was teaching me. And it turned into the series of books and courses and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. But out of everything we do in the Abundant Life Blueprint, I do believe daily communion is the most important thing. Daily communion is what I call the number one table turner for all of life. Has the ability to create a turning point and turn things around, change the trajectory of our lives going forward. Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. Something so powerful about remembering and not forgetting, especially when we're going through hard times, we're going through struggles. It helps us to abide in him so that our lives produce much fruit. The Apostle Paul says, every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus, which in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation of all the benefits that are found in the new covenant. But it's also important we take it the right way. Every time we take communion, to take it with the fear of the Lord, with deep awe and honor and reverence for the sacrifice of Jesus, all that he suffered for us. But I think it's also important to remember what his sacrifice means for us, how he connects us back to God, gives us this covenant relationship with God. So the process we typically use, we start with about a two-minute long prayer. That's mostly scripture coming from Ephesians chapter 1, and the prayer of Jabez found in 1 Chronicles chapter 4. And then we take a few minutes to examine ourselves. Because Corinthians tells us that some people are weak and sick and die early because they don't examine themselves before taking communion. And if communion has the power to do that in the negative, I believe it has the power to make us healthy and strong and give us long life if we take it the right way. And then after our time of communion, we're talking about some practical physical workout tips. Because I truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. So let's get started with our prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, all those connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. Thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. Thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. Thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us. And to make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace, your love and your goodness, and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain.
through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we're going to go through the other half of prayer. This is our time to examine ourselves. Are we making today a masterpiece? And how are we going to do that? We're going to get connected to the master. We're going to bring our relationship with God down into today because today is the day of his favor. Now is the time of his favor. And that's what we talk about, executing these four fundamentals. Because masters of anything are simply masters of the fundamentals. But before we go through our fundamentals, let's remember, God's got a process. When he took the people from Egypt to the promised land, there were steps and stages, a process that they went through. It didn't just happen in one day. And in a similar way, for us to step into the promises and the inheritance that God has for us in Christ, I believe there are steps and stages as a process we go through. And very simply, I think it starts with us believing God's got something better for our life. Better than we could ever ask or think or dream or imagine. But it often looks impossible. As being willing to move forward with his plan, being willing to let go of the past, move forward with his plan. Learn to put off our old ways and to embrace this new way of living. Walking in his way of doing things. And I think it starts with these fundamentals. So our first one, let's get positioned in the light today. Every day, we've got to keep positioning ourselves back into the light. And I think it starts with humility. Because it's the humble who are given grace. It's the humble who are exalted and promoted. Being humble makes us willing to, being open to willing to change and grow and repent. And we're going to take our position in forgiveness today. Receiving forgiveness from God, forgiving ourselves in the middle, walking in forgiveness with other people. And to walk in the light is to walk in love. Kind and patient and gentle, always assuming the best, keeping no record of wrongs, delighting in the truth, always hoping, always trusting, always persevering, because love never fails. And we're going to take our position in gratitude and praise today. One of the greatest expressions of faith, and it's one of the easiest ways to maintain our positioning all day long. And being in position is a big deal. Because it puts us in position to be able to receive everything that God has for us. When we step into the light, we're stepping into Christ. And God has taken everything that he has and he put it all in him. And we get this amazing opportunity. that We get access to all those good things today. His spirit and power and presence, his love and peace and joy, his mind and wisdom, purpose and grace, health and energy, as we're talking about today, his favor. His favor was on Jesus. And we get access to that favor today, his blessing and his favor. So our first step is to get a position. Our second step is to magnify the light. To magnify is to make bigger or greater. We're going to turn up the brightness of this light within us. And it's going to expand the capacity where God can flow more of all these good things through us. It's also going to get this new covenant rooted and established in our hearts where we become more fixed and consistent in it. And to magnify the light, we've talked about the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you've got a basket full of all the issues and problems and testings that we face. On the other side, we've got a basket full of our praises to God, praising him for who he is, praising him for all that he's done. Which basket are we going to fill up? with our focus, our attention, our thoughts, our words, our meditation, to magnify the light, we're going to fill up that basket of praise. Praising God for his word, his unfailing love and faithfulness, his mighty works, that nothing's impossible with him, that he's more than enough. We're going to praise him for all that he's done for us in Christ. 
looking back at all the things that are going, he's already done all the things that are going well. Because what he started, he's going to finish. Now, this is not denying that there's issues or problems. Simply choosing to put our focus on that other basket, even in the face of issues and problems, because we trust that he can solve those problems a whole lot better than we can. But he does give us a choice. We could choose not to do any of this. We could stay stuck in pride and rebellion, bitterness, unforgiveness, filling up that other basket by venting and complaining and pouting and toiling away in our mind, trying to figure everything out. And that's where we need to learn to recognize the symptoms. Because when we're out of position or magnifying the wrong things, it's going to produce some symptoms in our life. There might be the tendency to retaliate at people or withhold good things that we know to do. We might avoid people or give them the silent treatment, isolate ourselves. And we might think that God's doing those things to us. On the inside, you have this heaviness and weight and pressure like it's all sitting on you. You might have feelings of hopelessness or helplessness like you're trapped or you're stuck. And it seems like there's no way out. And all that weight and pressure on the inside just drains all the energy right out of you. Emotionally, there's the fear and stress and worry. We're dreading things in the future, envisioning all these worst case scenarios, reliving bad things from the past. And unfortunately, this can become a habit. This can become a pattern, a way of thinking. It can become a vicious cycle that seems to keep repeating over and over again. But when we take our position in the light, there's rest in our soul. There's fullness and completion in him. And when we rest, God goes to work. We've got fellowship with God, fellowship with people. And he begins to go to work. All those good things that he put within us in Christ just begin to flow. And now everything is free and easy and effortless. His peace and joy and love and spirit and power, it all just begins to flow. And now all of a sudden, we've got hope in any and every situation because we've got God with us. And if all this weren't enough, God gives us this amazing gift of grace. That if we ever get off track, it just takes a moment to turn it right back around. I think it starts with getting more present, getting aware of those symptoms. And then we humble ourselves. Father, forgive me. I've missed it. I'm off track right now. We receive that forgiveness from him. We forgive ourselves. If we need to forgive with somebody else or say we're sorry or reconcile a relationship, we take those steps. And then we start praising and magnifying him. For his grace and his goodness and his love. And I like to pray this very simple prayer. Father, thank you that what you put within me is more than enough to handle whatever's coming at me today in a beautiful, graceful way. Help me to tap into it and see it flowing in my life at a greater level today. And then our third fundamental. We've got to stay tuned in today. Every day God's trying to teach us and train us and navigate us. But we've got to stay tuned into him. My favorite way to practice this is with a journal before bed. And I like to start at the top with what I call some filters. These are just short phrases, sometimes a sentence that we keep rewriting every day as a way to reinforce God's standard and direction and vision for our life. I like to start at the very top. What's the big picture vision? Where do I feel like God's leading me in my life? For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Underneath that, I like to bring it down to the, to the yearly level. What do I feel like is the vision or direction, the word God gave me for this year? For example, for this year for me, 2022, the year of the beautiful land. And then I bring it down to a monthly level. What do I feel like God is saying for this month? That's where I go back to our monthly messages in the Abundant Life Blueprint. 
This month, it's confidence through praise. Confidence through praise, through praising God consistently. We grow more confident in him. And then underneath that, our weekly, yearly cycle update, which this week is God's favor is on you. A reminder we have today. And so I start with these filters at the top to help me navigate, to make decisions by, to keep things top of mind. And then I like to start my journal with gratitude and praise to get in position. And then to magnify what went well today. What are all the ways I saw God showing up today? And then I like to ask this question, God, what were you trying to show me today? And get still and listen and whatever comes into my mind, begin to write those things down. And then we got to stay tuned into him as we go throughout the day. If you ever feel like you're losing that connection with him, just take a couple minutes. Just slow down, get connected to him. Think of it like plugging in a phone. You're going to get powered up in him again. And then the final thing I like to do in my journal is to plan out the upcoming day with God. And I've learned to stick with, what do I know to do today? Because I learned sometimes I was getting out ahead of God, toiling away in my mind, trying to figure things out, trying to force things to happen. On the other side, sometimes I was procrastinating on things that I knew to do. So I've learned to stick with, what do I know to do today? And that becomes the plan for the day. Then we wake up like a kid on Christmas morning, excited for the day, because this is the day that the Lord has made. And we remember this very important principle. That the first thing out of our mouth every morning sets the tone for the whole day. As I began to learn about this, I began to seek God. What's the best thing for us to say every morning? I felt like he was taking me back to Genesis chapter 1, the very first words we see God speak. Let there be light. So that's how I start my days now. The very first words out of my mouth. Let there be light. And it's amazing how there's a, a simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. Then we get connected with him. We start walking out that plan and full confidence in him. He's right there with us every step of the way. And when we get to that place of confident faith, his grace begins to surge through us. He begins to go to work. He begins to beautify our life, bring things into our life that we can never make happen on our own. And beauty is attractive and magnetic and begins to pull more and more of everything God has for us into our life. Let's talk about his favor today. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2, it says, For he says, In the time of my favor I heard you, and in the day of salvation I helped you. I tell you that now is the time of God's favor. When is it? Now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. So now is the time of God's favor. Like I said, when I wrote Seven Dates with Jesus, I felt like God instructed me to write down the date, July 19th. And every year since that time, he's reminded me. Every time we get to July 19th, it's a reminder. God's favor is on you. It surrounds you like a shield, and it's on you for a lifetime. So, Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help. To give us wisdom and understanding and insight, revelation into your favor what it is and what it means for us. And we're asking for your help to walk in your favor. This amazing gift that you've given us to be able to walk in your favor at ever increasing levels in our life from this point on, from the moment we break this bread, there would be a turning point. We would walk in ever increasing levels of your favor from this point on in our life. We thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. 
Just take a moment to remember God sent us his one and only son. Jesus is willing to come and humble himself even unto death on a cross. He poured the cup of his wrath onto his body. He was crushed and destroyed by God, separated from him for our sins. But then he's raised back to life. He's victorious over death. And he raises us up with him. Put that same resurrection power on the inside of us and raises us up and seats him together with him in heavenly places in Christ at God's right hand. He makes us right and holy and perfect in God's sight. He's given us his blessing and his favor all through his sacrifice. So, Father, we thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. His blood cleanses us, makes atonement for us. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. We can have this covenant relationship, this blood sworn oath in the blood of Jesus. The God is with us. He's for us. Now is the time of his favor. And notice it's now. I think it takes being more present, aware of it. Think what are the ways we can grow in his favor, get more aware of it. Start looking for all the ways that it's showing up in our life. So, Father, we thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right. Health and fitness. So after our daily communion workout, something I like to do is go for a walk with God. And something I felt like he was prompting me to do lately. And I feel like maybe this is a later phase. I've been working on building phases into the workouts. Is that at some point we would start to add a few sprints, almost like some intervals into those walks with God. And so I started doing this and I've kind of kind of got a little bit of a cycle that we'll talk about another day. And I'm working on I'm building these sprints into the walks with God. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.